Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I'm your host, Adriana, and I am so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. Today, I wanted to talk about my spiritual journey. And before I start, I wanted to say that when I speak about my spiritual journey, I'm not necessarily talking about a connection to God or uh, or a path towards um, Source, Allah, whatever you call your Godhead figure. I am not necessarily talking about that. For me, my spiritual journey is about a conscious connection to myself. Um, You can call it self-growth journey, your healing journey, whatever fits for you and whatever resonates with you. Because for me, growing up in the church, um, my spiritual journey has that um that divine that source connection because that is what i grew up with and that is what i resonate with and understand but in a different way i'm changing the way that i go about my human experience and overall a spiritual journey healing journey a growth journey is kind of the same thing in my eyes because you're healing and healing brings growth and spirituality in itself is a part of the human experience already we are spiritual beings just as much as we are earthly beings so i just wanted to say that as a little bit of a disclaimer before we start because i know not everybody that listens to this podcast is really into spiritual things like that so I just wanted to say that before I really dive into what I have to say. Um, so before another, I guess another disclaimer. Um, I, me telling you about my journey does not mean that this is the only way that you can go about your spiritual journey. There are many ways, there are many things that are going to resonate with you and things that are not going to click at all, and that's okay. It's about you developing your journey and what suits you. Of course, when it comes to spirituality, there are a lot of closed practices. That is important. Don't go willy-nilly joining everything. Please, 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 please do your research before you... um join certain groups like things like hoodoo voodoo those are closed practices that we shouldn't really be playing with like that there are many 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 open practices that don't have anything to do with your race or your culture it's just open to whoever wants to try as long as you respect that practice um so a spiritual journey in itself i feel like people paint a picture of what it should be like i said whatever resonates with you everybody's is gonna look different i did not start out being like oh yeah now i'm gonna start my spiritual journey like this is the moment that i become a quote-unquote spiritual being that was never the case 
Um, There is never a right place to start. There is no right environment. There is no right situation for me. Um, My journey found me. Um, It began before I was consciously even registering that it was happening. Um, When it started or when I really realized that, okay, maybe this is something I guess there's something else that may not that may not be in my conscious my um, physical reality that may be something for me is before COVID I've talked about um, I have talked about my experience in the church vaguely talked about it I in the beginning of the show, first few episodes, I talked a lot about my experience in the church. But before, when all of that was happening, I had a lot of questions about um, my existence and about the things that I was being taught in Christianity and the doubts that I already had about Christianity and the way that the people themselves, the Christians, were um, operating. So little red flags going off in my brain. There was something that I could never, there are other people that were, you know, getting into the spirit and people that were like, yeah, this changed my life. And like, I went on this fast, and like everything opened up. And I, since birth, like, from birth until maybe um, 18, 19, I was fully like in the church constantly, multiple times a week. Like it was my life. Like I breathed and I lived the church, but I was never having those groundbreaking, crazy, crazy experiences like other people are saying. But when COVID hit, I. I have talked about this, but I was forced to sit with myself. I wasn't being told, oh, you have to present like this, or we have to go to church today, we have to listen to this today, we have to be this, we have to do this. It was just silence, and I was forced to be in my room for months, just staring at the wall. And there weren't, because there were no distractions, and I was going through a lot mentally I was forced to sit down in my shit and look around me and look within me and really really experience the pain that I was going through because there was a lot more than what had just happened to me before that was affecting me it was a lot of things that were going um unsolved there are parts of me that were going unloved because I literally did not have the time to pay attention to myself. And this forced me to come face to face with myself. Um, and it was really hard. The That experience, and I have felt, I've talked about um, the dark night of the soul. That was probably my first, yes, that was my first dark night of the soul. And it really, really felt like I was honestly dying like life felt heavier and heavier 
every day and I honestly felt like I was going to buckle under the weight and a little bit of a trigger warning but I did um try to commit we've talked about just saying instead of saying committing suicide I just like to say commit because it may be triggering to hear the word said over and over so I just say commit so we get the the gist of it um within that year of COVID not even year um let's say nine months from March to December I tried to um, commit twice and I really was in my shit now because the months between the first and second attempts they were very very dark and I felt even lower but after getting across that second attempt I really 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 started questioning my existence and wondering okay so the universe must want me here for a reason there has to be something that I'm meant to do um that I can't fuck up like the universe cannot leave my life in my hands so they gotta make sure that they keep me safe every time um there's this Janae Aiko lyric from her song Hukai J-U-K-I J-U-K-A-I I think that's how it's pronounced Hukai um or Jukai it doesn't matter the point is um in the song she says you don't get to die until you get it right I envy the dead and that lyric really really spoke to me and still speaks to me because i'm like okay there's something that needs to be done there's something within this chapter or this book of my life that has not been completed that must be completed like the universe has brought me here for that so i tried to i started really going throughout this time i was going to therapy and i really after my attempts i was really trying to use therapy and really 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 open up about the way that i was feeling as a way to kind of cleanse because before a lot of people will tell you that when they feel really um they're feeling their lowest it may be hard for you to go in front of a professional and say this is exactly how i'm feeling a lot of people fear getting um admitted to the hospital people fear whatever the case may be they fear something worse happening if they speak up so after Um, my attempts in building some trust with my therapist I really started telling her how I was feeling because it was weighing really heavy on me and I wasn't really talking to the people around me and I felt like they weren't really listening or they were listening but they weren't really understanding and it felt like talking to a wall so then I kind of just shut down and that's a bad habit that I'm working on but I just shut down because I felt like okay I'm just in this by myself anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I can just suck it up sort of thing. And writing 
is my first love. I've been writing poetry since I was very young. Um, I started writing. I started journaling. I started doing shadow work. I started writing letters to the people that have hurt me. Um, One of the earlier episodes of the podcast, I talk about shadow work. I started just channeling out those feelings that I was feeling because I wasn't talking about them and writing about it makes you feel so 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 much lighter and through this journaling and shadow work I had to learn that I am unlearning I had to begin to show myself that I deserved better because I was honestly punishing myself in a lot of ways and pushing myself deeper and kind of just fucking myself over constantly. I started doing affirmations. So saying out loud to myself, I am worthy. Whatever affirmations um, that you find work for you, but saying I am Doing it in front of a mirror really helps because you're looking yourself directly in the face and you're saying, I am worthy. I am deserving of love. I am needed. Whatever it is that you need to say and you say it to yourself over and over and over and over and over again until you believe it. Write it down. Say it. If you say it over and over again, it becomes a mantra create a mantra for your day for your week for your month whatever it is and you use that as a theme for that amount of time in order to really practice what you say and once you say it over and over again you begin to believe it and once you begin to believe it your attitude will begin to change the way that once you say okay i'm deserving i'm deserving i'm deserving i am deserving of love i am deserving of respect i am deserving of whatever it is let's say that it's i'm deserving of respect you say that over and over and over and over again disrespect starts to become really clear when someone isn't someone isn't aligning with that feeling of respect you're gonna say hey hold on I am deserving of respect and you are not respecting me right now. So maybe you are not deserving of my space. Uh, Maybe that'll take a little while. But once you really pay attention to the thoughts that it's important to observe your thoughts and not buy into them. So your negative thoughts, we're going to have them. The brain is just constantly going on all the time when you have your negative thoughts you do not have to buy into them you replace that with positive thoughts you're feeling oh feeling oh i'm worthless say no i am worthy 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 over and over and over and over again until you squash that little thought but with this i had to open up my my mind That was probably one of the first things that I had to do while doing my journaling and my shadow work is that I was moving away from Christianity. I was creating my own um, belief system, let's say, my own practices that I had to abandon the idea of a specific version of God. I had to kind of 
abandoned the way that Christianity shaped the way that I viewed right and wrong or the afterlife, heaven and hell, whatever you want to call it, I had to take some time to really say God is an energy. And a lot of spiritual people say that, but God is an energy. It flows through all of us. It, everywhere you go, I see God in everything. I see God within the trees. I see God within the moment I wake up and take a breath. I see God within the seasons. I see God within every single thing that exists. And by seeing that, you begin to kind of release. I know a lot of people that grow up uh, religious and strictly religious Abrahamic, Abrahamic religion. So Christianity, Islam, Judaism, um, you may develop this idea that God is this being that is just may love you but is like like there's fear there's a lot of fear-based rhetoric that goes along with religion and I had to really rework rework the way that I even spoke about um spoke about God like I because I have that uh religious Christian-based view of God. I will say, God, now that I have reworked and I'm reworking the way that I think about um, God, let's say. But now I use words um, like source, the divine. That way it's like source is the beginning of all life. It's where all life comes from or the divine. The divine energy that is keeping us all here and keeping us all safe and guiding us when i say things like that it resonates more with my spirit so you can even pick the words that you use to describe um your godhead your higher power your practice people some people don't even recognize a source or um a divine because they never grew up with that kind of that kind of um rhetoric or that kind of understanding in their vocabulary some people may say i'm talking to my higher self they may um use other words to say like i said at the beginning whatever resonates with you whatever speaks to you is what you need to use because other people's ways and other people's journeys are not going to always fit and suit you and your and your needs um, and honestly, um, with this unlearning and this unlearning of God, this unlearning of source, this unlearning of what I, or I guess relearning, teaching myself what source is to me, what the divine is to me, how do I speak to the divine, how do I um, pray, even prayer. A lot of people think prayer should look a certain way, but I had to really think about what prayer is and you can even say prayer is a meditation um, and then changing the way that you see that helps you to change the way that you may already perceive it but it gives you a way to reshape your brain to receive because for me I do have 
church-based trauma. So I may shut down when certain things about church are like prayer. Like I may see prayer as one thing, but if I call it meditation or even if I still call it prayer, but I, it looks a certain way, over time I will become more comfortable with saying, okay, I'm praying. Like for me, um, a prayer may be... I wake up in the morning and I say thank you for just being awake. Um, like I said, meditation. I may sit down for five, ten minutes, allow the universe to speak to me, allow the silence to speak to me. That is a prayer. Um, whatever it is, whatever you can look up. Of course, you can look up many different methods of praying. I'm sure there are a lot of resources on the internet that you can um that you can look up but that is kind of a little bit of a sidetrack um i really had to learn from scratch um what my faith my beliefs meant to me the first thing that um i did or one of the first things i did was research like i said at the beginning research 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 um started listening to podcasts started watching youtube videos lots and lots and lots of googling because if you're on social media you may come across um something like oh i um meditate and this is a meditation to open up your heart chakra you may not know what that's about do your googling watch a youtube video watch the video do not take random things that pop up on your social media as truth take your time to research it and see if it resonates with you if it resonates with you try it you can even try it of course like i said check if it's a close practice um and then you can try it and then if it doesn't work for you but it keeps calling your name you can try it again reshape it the way that it suits you and if it doesn't resonate with you leave it alone and you can find something else that works for you um, and this second point kind of goes the same with um, research but asking for help um, speaking to the universe a prayer can also be something written down I write down a lot of my prayers I have notes in my phone where I just write down my prayers and I'm on the go um, ask the universe for guidance and direction um, ask the people around you that may know and maybe if there's no one in your immediate environment social media may be a really good tool to ask for help ask for guidance ask for resources ask 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 because if you just sit down and you're like oh i don't know what to do i'm just going to give up on this journey and it's something that's speaking to you just somebody else giving you a new perspective can really change the way that you go about your journey and once you begin to change the way that you think your physical the energy within your body is going to start to change so like I said, the affirmations change the way that you think. 
um, you may realize that you stop dressing a certain way or you stop listening to certain music or you stop talking to certain people. If it feels like there's no longer a connection, let it go. Let it. Let it go. For me, I, um, I realized that there was some hiding going on with the way that I was presenting myself and realizing that those things were kind of a little bit heavy now. So I had to really tap into, I felt like I had to have, um, because I'm very, very into fashion. So I had to have this hidden outfit every day, makeup done, hair done, everything done. And I'm not saying that I'm not into my, my, um, my hitting, I don't know why I call it hidden outfits, but um you know a fit fit whatever you want to call it um i had to really realize that i can wear leggings and a sweater and still feel that confidence that i felt when i was wearing x amount of clothes and presenting myself in this way and for me um i started my lock journey I started, I realized that there was a lot that has to do with hiding behind um, hair as a black woman. So I, to learn how to, and I am learning more every day how to love myself and take care of myself, take care of my hair, take care of my space, um, take care of all parts of me and i'm not saying that you like if you're a black woman listening to this you should stop wearing um wigs or braids or whatever you do i'm just saying that for me it is a part of my journey that i had to look at myself without those things and love myself and love my face because i was hiding there was a lot of hiding and shame and punishing that was happening within those moments of darkness and having my my real hair and saying this is what the universe has given me and I get to watch my hair grow as I grow and look back at pictures and say five months ago my hair looked like this and I was going through this and now five months later my hair looks like this and I'm going through this and I'm growing through this and it's such a beautiful beautiful process um, and then after changing the energy of course, this isn't um, like a, oh, you have to start on this step and move to this step. You can find whatever, whenever you find it and work through it. Because like I said, my, my journey found me. It will find you when the time is right. Just ask the universe. Sometimes I, when I'm praying, I ask the universe, please bring me clarity. Please send me... Uh, clear signs of what you need me to do right now please speak to me things like that so you may not know what you are asking for but you are desiring for something to change you're asking for help um and then within changing my energy of myself i also changed the energy of my space i started burning incense i started doing cleansing i started um practicing 
um, full moon and new moon rituals. Um, at the beginning, I kept up with the moons. Um, so like a full moon is about releasing. So you can tell the universe I do a lot of writing. Writing pen to paper really does help with processing your emotions. So um, for like the full moon, I would say, okay, thank you for bringing me through another cycle. I release all people, places, things, situations, dimensions that no longer serve me. Um, and you just write down all the things that you're releasing. And then for new moons, you welcome in new energy. So I welcome in the energy of self-love. I welcome in I welcome in the energy of mindfulness, whatever you are doing. And with that, I helped myself with manifesting and praying and sort of pushing myself to pay attention to the moon because the moon is very very important for intuition and women um we're very very intuitive not saying that um men or more male presenting people cannot or mass presenting people masculine presenting people people with more dominant masculine energy that they cannot be intuitive i'm just saying that on the more feminine presenting side of feminine energy, um, those who present that way normally are more in tune with their intuition. And those who are more on the masculine side may have to work their way up to balancing those energies in order to tap into their intuition in that way. And in order to do that, I practiced gratitude. I say thank you. Um to the universe i say thank you in all of my prayers all of my um manifestations i say i practice even saying thank you to everybody around me all the time regardless of if um the thank you is really really needed like i really try to take the time to practice speaking that because you know not When we forget that the universe is giving us gifts constantly, a breath, thank you for this breath, thank you for this meal, thank you for this situation. It may be a situation that that fucking sucks. And I still try to say thank you for teaching me this lesson in this moment. Just practicing because nothing is guaranteed and nothing is to be taken for granted so just reminding yourself of that and meditation i've spoken about meditation before um yoga practicing actually practicing and not just saying oh there is this white lady that no offense to white people that practice yoga but um and she practices it practices it um for this and she just does poses and blah 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 like no like actually looking into the art of yoga there are eight limbs of yoga practicing going through and really because it is the word yoga means union it's about the connection of mind and body the marriage of mind and body and really tapping into that and being able to find your center and find your peace um 
and the same with meditation it's about finding it's not about oh my thoughts can't stop it's about observing those thoughts and saying okay thoughts you're gonna be there in 10 minutes when i'm when i get up so now i'm gonna focus on my breath and tune you out also communing with nature definitely helps i love being outside i love nature now because it is snowing and it is cold i do not go outside as much as i'd like but in the summer if you've listened to um, my episodes from um last summer and last spring most of them are recorded outside because i love 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 taking walks i love looking at the trees i love looking at the sky i love feeling like i am a part of nature and also thanking nature for being here um this may sound very tree hugger of me but even like let's say i'm recording and i'm under a tree um I will thank that tree and say thank you for the shade you are providing for me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the oxygen that you provide. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I guess the last thing that I um, that I do and am doing on this journey is finding spaces that work for me find spaces that work for you if you are interested in yoga and you want to start practicing start to follow yogis on social media and Whatever you're interested in and it's on the journey and you want to see more of it, start to seek those people out. Because just scrolling along on your timeline, one thing may click and you may say, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going to do yoga. You push it off for one month and then you see a video of um, a yogi that you like and they're doing a five minute, um, ten minute yoga session and then you're like oh yes let's do it let's do this five ten minutes whatever it's going to change the way that your experience of social media is and in the same breath you got to start deleting the people and the things that no longer serve us so that means deleting the people on socials that are always negative or um People that you no longer resonate with, um, even cleaning out your space, throwing away um, things you no longer use, um, so let's say that you have i I've been very guilty of this too, saying, "Oh, I'm going to use this, I'm going to find a way to use this," um, and then you never do. So now I find myself just throwing things away because I know I'm not going to use them. And that way you're clearing up your energy. There's a relationship, platonic, romantic, that no longer um, serves you. And it is only causing you um, stress. Then maybe it's time to let go or um, create some distance between you and that relationship and see how you feel once that distance and that space has been created um and i guess the last thing that's not the last thing 
the last thing would be that I create, um, have created, am creating uh, morning and night routines. That way you can begin your way, your morning and end your day in a specific way, in a way that you desire. Like in my ideal world, my morning routine and night routines may be similar, but in the morning, I um, drink some water, I make my bed, do some yoga, do some meditation, do some journaling, um, and then I make my breakfast, start my day. Then my night routine would be um, my yoga, meditation, prayer, go to bed. Simple things. It can look different ways for different people depending on what you're... As I said, it's my my ideal world. Um, maybe I don't have time for it on in the, the reality that I'm currently living in. But do not get down on yourself if you miss your routine or you don't meditate for X amount of time. Um, because when the time is right and the time comes back, you will definitely be running back into those practices and if you never do maybe they just weren't they just weren't suited for you or suited for you on this part of your journey and yeah that's all I have to say today um I love you guys so much I hope that you have a lovely rest of your week um rest of the time until i see or i speak to you guys again i love you so 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 much and i'll catch you in the next episode bye